the biggest stories from the pages of the London Free Press and LFPress.com. This is the London Free Press Podcast with your host, Rachel Gilbert. Welcome to the London Free Press Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Gilbert. The Western Mustangs football team is off to the UTech Bowl this weekend after beating Laurier in the Yates Cup last weekend. So today I'm talking with London Free Press sports reporter Ryan Pyatt about the Mustangs' chances against Montreal and if they can make it to this year's Vanier Cup. Hey, Ryan, how are you? I'm great, Rachel. Thanks. Good. Let's start with last weekend's game. Uh, this was a pretty a pretty awesome victory against Laurier, 29-14. And uh, Western was trailing in it at, at the halftime mark. So what happened? How did they come, how did they come back and win this? Oh, uh, halftime adjustments. They they you know Greg Marshall's second to none in in you know university football in Canada and he did it again. He he went in at halftime, the boys said and and said, look, we're gonna keep even though Evan Hillock got hurt. He heard his left arm uh, again against Lori against Lori. He was banged up. So mm. they said, we're going to run the football. Uh, we're going to keep running it. And they ran it 44 times for nearly 300 yards. And it was a typical, we've seen this for, you know, 50 years now. It was a typical Western. They ran the ball down Lori's throat. Nobody knew if they could, and they still did it anyway. And they scored one touchdown and, you know, six field goals, a couple of safeties and, that's all against like th- this is kind of um, I go back to the nights when Brett Brochu got hurt last year and um, they Sarnia had every opportunity to beat them and still couldn't. But right. London, Dale Hunter, London Knights pulled it out. I, I give the same credit to Greg Marshall and his staff. Like Laurie had every advantage. They had the coach of the year in Michael Falls. They had the top player in, in Taylor Algersma from London. So very, very excited to play at home and. Win, win a huge game for their program and they they just they walked dejectedly off the field again because they couldn't get it done and though whatever happens the the faults and algorithm they'll regret that one because that was one where western all year we talked about western's vulnerability they squeaked out a couple of close wins against uh, sometimes contenders sometimes pretenders mm-hmm. you know they won they beat queens with 13 seconds left during the regular season and you know western did it again they looked dominant uh, they, they've looked, they, they raised their game at the right, lo- at the right time. And, uh, it's, it's really incredible to see. Western's done really well this year. Um, considering they lost a bunch of all-stars last year because they graduated. Um, so di- was there a lot of team bu- rebuilding this year? Were they developing new, uh, new all-stars this year? Cause the, the old reliables are gone. Yeah. So what I would say is the, uh, the, especially on the offensive line. So they lost three real studs uh, on the offensive line. They graduated them, uh, all Canadians, Elliot Beamer, Phil Grohovic, and Zach Fry. And and these guys would just push people around. The defenders would come and bounce off them, and they'd be pushed, and they could run the ball. Keon Edwards, uh, you know, OUA MVP last year, running behind those guys. And this year, it was, it was a newer it was a newer group. And then, um, you know, the guys have been waiting in the wings, so they got their chance. And they they decided this year to throw the ball more to use Evan Hillick. They had a good set of receivers and they wanted to throw the ball more, so they did. And and they kind of balanced uh, instead of just the run all the time. They balanced it with passing, and everyone was talking about, "Wow, look at Western's throwing the ball the ball a lot more." But mm. when the weather starts to turn in the playoffs, they always go back to the running game. And by then, they had some experience and guys like Alex Berwick, who is who's the center. 
you know, play, play at a very high level. They got a, they got a collection of eight or nine guys that, that go in there, Phil Jeffs and Cole McBride and all these guys go in there and they're, they're big dudes and they started moving teams off the ball and really good experienced teams. And, um, you know, the key to me was uh, Lucas Grad, Eric Anderson. He's the left tackle, and he got hurt in the Windsor game. So he'd missed three or four weeks, and that was really a concern above and beyond, you know, the losing your running backs. It, he, he's one of the guys that on the left end there, he just moves people off the ball. And he came back. He was able to make it back for this game. They were pretty patient with him. They were thinking about bringing him back for the Queens game, but they held him out that one extra week on the mm-hmm. doctor's advice. And he came back and he was dominant. Like he's one of the best players in the game. And there was all kinds of wide. They were running the ball right up the middle on Laurier, which nobody thought would be possible. This is a very good Laurier defense this year. And mm. and uh, they ran the ball up the middle. And uh, they, you know it was uh, again a, a testament to Greg Marshall and what his uh, what his staff can do. There were a few injured uh, players, like you mentioned, uh, but a lot of them seemed to heal just in time to get back for this game this weekend. Yeah, and there, like I said, Anderson's one of those guys. There was mm-hmm. a, Robert Panabaker came back a couple weeks ago, and he he made some big plays in the defensive. He's a defensive halfback, so in that secondary. And when you're playing, so you know we'll get into Montreal in a bit. But when you're playing guys that can really pass the ball and all that, you need you need to have an elite back end because and and when you're playing good lines, you're not always going to get a pass rush uh, on these guys. And and you know they're going to if you give a great quarterback four or five seconds or steamboats as we used to call them back. When we played tag, tag football out in the in the park or whatever, um, <laughs> you, you know, like you give these guys time and they'll just pick you apart. And um, you know, they they're they're rel- other than the running backs um, Edwards and Yazbek who are done for the season, they're relatively healthy now. Hillock will be in something interesting because you know he got hurt again. Um, you know, kind of seems like a left shoulder. It's a non-throwing shoulder. He came back and threw the ball very well in the second half, so it doesn't seem like a concern, but still. We'll see. We'll you know we'll see how he plays when he he gets hit, right? Like we'll right. see what happens there. Now they got Jerome Rancourt, six foot five, uh, from Quebec. So you know you're going to Montreal to play. He'll be he'll be jacked up to to play, and he's the short yardage guy uh, mm-hmm. when they're down at the you know trying for third and one or at the goal posts uh, at the goal line trying to knock it in. He's the guy. But you know Hillock's been their guy for three years, and he's. Uh, you know, his health, I, I think a lot, he's got to have a very good game upcoming. Uh, you know, if he gets hurt again, you're, you know, again, again, uh, Western will be, uh, that's that's their biggest concern going in. Yeah. Before we move on to the semifinal game, this was Western's um, third year in a row winning the Yates Cup um, and 35th overall for Western, which is a record for them. Um, and Greg Marshall has won a lot too in his career, both at Western and and otherwise. How many has Greg won? Yeah, he's won twenty three, and there's been one hundred and fifteen Yates Cup. It's the it's the oldest football trophy in North America, I think. I think mm-hmm. older than the Grey Cup, and he's won twenty three out of one fifteen. If you do the math, it's like twenty percent. So, you wow. know, one, one out of every five Yates Cups, and we're going back to the eighteen hundreds uh, or well, <laughs> the early nineteen hundreds. Uh, you know he's uh, he he's got his name on there like uh, one out of five times or his logo or whatever uh, the team logo he's with. And obviously everybody knows the history. He played at Western. You know was a great uh, great uh, running back. Uh, you know then he got he was helped Larry Haler. He was assistant coach, so won a bunch there. Then he went to McMaster and started his own program. And just like 
you know, J.P. Cercelli in in Windsor, just like Michael Falls and Laurier built it from the ground up, kind of thing. And they won four. They won four in a row from 2000 to 03. I remember watching those teams. Jesse Lumsden, incredible teams. Um, and you know, so now next year it'll be interesting. I know, like Greg's going to keep coaching at least for the foreseeable future. Um, you know, he's in his 60s now, but uh, he, you know, he's he's won 23. It's just it's mind boggling, right? He can't stop now. Can't stop yeah, now. Can't, you know, <laughs> he's going to get to 25, right? But next year yeah. he's got a chance to, you know, win his personal 24th and and you know that to tie that McMaster team perhaps that that'll be a goal, right? To mm-hmm. To, to tie the four in a row, which is, yeah. you know, like winning four, we kind of think of Western is like really good. But if you look at through the history books, there's been, there's been droughts, right? There's been like eight or nine year droughts where they didn't win. Mm-hmm. So if to have this guy come in and win, like he has, you know, and, and, and get over the hump with the Vanier cup, win a couple of those, like it's, uh, you know, really you gotta, you gotta look at one of the, one of the great uh, Canadian university coaches of all time. Uh, yes, of course. Uh, let's talk about um, this weekend's game coming up against Montreal. So they're going to Montreal. Um, just looking at the rankings, this is going to be quite a game between Western and Montreal. Yeah, I think last year we said that the uh, when Laval played Western at Western in the semifinals, we thought, yeah, this is probably the Vanier Cup. Like whoever wins this is going to probably win the Vanier Cup. Right. I don't know. UBC's probably... You know, UBC's got a good program, so we'll see if this. But I mean, this is going to be. I'd be I'd be surprised if it's a blowout either way. I think it's be a close game. You know, like twenty nine fourteen against Laurier. I think, you know, if you consider that a blowout, like that, that would be. I'd be. I think it's within ten. And this Montreal program, it's right there with Laval. They played. They played. I don't know if people in Ontario follow it much, but the Dunsmore Cup is the Quebec Championship. They don't have a lot of teams like in Ontario, but. Laval and Montreal played in the last 10. Like they, it's just Laval versus Montreal. So they play the whole season. It's like, here we go again, kind of thing. Yeah. Like if you think of Western, they beat Queens a couple of times and then they got, they, they got Laurier this year, but Max in there sometimes, you know, different teams, Ottawa, Carleton, you, you don't know who you're going to play, but these, these, these teams in uh, Quebec are built to beat each other. And obviously the, the Montreal coach used to coach for Laval and there are rivals and, but the, the the interesting thing, Rachel, is Montreal because like Westerns played Laval a lot. Like I, I would say over the last twenty years, they're both awesome programs. Mm-hmm. Montreal and and Western have just never played, and it's unbelievable oh, to me that you know they they this is the first time they'll ever play, and it's obviously in Montreal, which I'm told is I've I've watched some of the games on uh, on TV a bit out out east there, and it that it's sensational. I thought Laval had a pretty good. Um, you know, environment and the Montreal is second to none. And, the, and Western was talking about that. Like we just can't prepare for that. But in football, as you know, you got to hear that you got to be able to hear the snap counts and line mm-hmm. of scrimmage plays importance. So you'll see if it's affecting them early, if they got some procedure penalties, but I tell you Western last week against Laurie, zero penalty flags. They didn't get one penalty flag and that's oh. unbelievable discipline in an emotional game, right? Like the Yates cup is an emotional yeah. game. They're going into another emotional game in Montreal, and I like that that they they were very they were aggressive and physical, but they didn't take any penalties. I mean, that's mm. that's hard to beat. It, it, no matter how good your team is, it's hard to beat that kind of discipline. True, yeah. Talk about you know the strengths of each team, Western and Montreal. What what does Western need to focus on going into this game this weekend? Yeah, so Montreal, um, the the player of the year, uh, plays for the Caravan. It's quarterback Jonathan Senegal. 
And Greg Marshall, we were on a call earlier this week, and Greg Marshall said, this guy's like one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen in my all my years of coaching. And really, you see the tape of him, and he, he flies around. He reminds me of Trey Ford at Waterloo a couple years ago who ended up in Edmonton and like like took the took the CFL by storm with a you know the Elks not a very good team and he was he was worth the price of admission. This guy's Senegal's very similar. Uh, he he runs the ball. He, he you know he can throw all the passes. He know he he's he's very good downfield, but he'll he'll tuck the ball in and he'll get you twenty yards with his feet. So very very <laughs> difficult for the Western defense. But the Western defense been playing better and better. They got some great linebackers, and that's kind of when a guy can take off like that. You need your linebackers. Riley McLeod in the middle has been been an all star all year, mm-hmm. and they got some guys. Lorenz Bauer Kane, who, who's from you know Quebec, uh, he'll be he'll be jacked up to play here, and uh, you know he's he's been making plays all over the field, especially in the playoffs. They got some real gamers there on on defense. Jackson Finley in in the the the, the free safety, a, a big free safety can move, and he had two picks uh, against Laurier. Uh, very, you know, very good player. So Montreal also has has their work cut up f- for us. I thought I thought it was funny because they could throw so well uh, that we're we're talking about the weather and and Greg's like, what you what the Mar- Marco uh, <laughs> the the coach of, of Montreal? Uh, Greg says, what kind of weather do you got for us? You got nice and rainy. Is it going to be rainy? And it's fifty percent <laughs> calling for fifty percent chance of showers, which oh Greg would like to keep the ball on the ground and. Uh, the Montreal coach said, uh, "No, we're hoping for uh, uh, sunshine and rainbows on <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> so, so they they want to have a nice clear conditions for their for to be able to throw the ball and, and pass it. And yeah, you know, obviously Western doesn't mind mocking it up if it's going to be you know rainy or snowy. They they yeah. don't mind that with the running game. So." Sure. Um, so let's kind of talk about the Vanier Cup because last year it was it was held here in London. Western didn't make it to the Vanier Cup. Where is it being held this year? And can we make it there this year? Yeah, the, the next two years in Kingston. So okay. when Western knocked out Queens, that ended uh, in the semifinals. That ended the hope of having a home team. Mm-hmm. Um, Western has, uh, you know, I like their chances. They're a bit of an underdog this year. I, I think even though they're ranked, you know, you know, they've been ranked or undefeated and at the top, you know, missing, missing a couple top running backs, having Hillock banged up a little bit. You know, you wonder, you wonder how they're going to go against that, like a football machine like Montreal and win. But I never put it past these guys. Um, you know, I know they're hungry just as much as Montreal's hungry to rewrite their past of losing to Laval last year and Saskatchewan the year before that. Western uh, lost to Laval at home and never got to play in the venue. They had to watch the venue cup. I know a lot of them couldn't yeah. stand watching it. Yeah, uh, when Laval oh. won it here and uh, a great crowd. Obviously, London should host again. You know, down the road. Mm-hmm. They, they wanted a one-year kind of like experiment to see if it would work. And, and you know, obviously everybody wanted the home team in, just like every every place wants the home team in. But, but it was sold out it, last year. So yeah, so it's sold out. They were happy out. to I mean, watch it were, anyway. If Western got in, they would have been hanging from the rafters, I think, and yeah, all, you know, around the field. But, um, you know, it was it was a great environment. And I, I think I think Kingston, Queens is a great uh, traditional football market to old four like, like Western. So I think they'll do a great mm-hmm. job. And uh, it would be great to see Western. Uh, Western, in it. they got a big hurdle here. Like this is this Montreal team. People remember Laval. Like this, this team is head to head with Laval. Okay. Very, very, very good. So, do, can they make it? I'd say it's like a coin flip. They, I wouldn't put it past yeah. Western because of Greg Marshall's coaching and, and the depth they have in their organization. But uh, you know, you know, a real, real tall task this year. 
Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to be watching your stories for sure at LFPress.com. We'll be watching uh, your reporting and go Mustangs. We'll see. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, if people want to follow on the on the site, uh, we got the live blog going. That, that's always fun. So yeah, if people want to interact, then uh, I'll, I'll answer some questions or we can trade some barbs. Uh, no oh, problem. good. <laughs> <laughs> this Saturday, LFPress.com. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, no problem, Rachel.